This week on Carly's Couch, we discuss seasonal affective disorder, how to identify symptoms in your life, and then explore steps that you can take to manage its everyday effects. Hooray. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to Carly's Couch, episode 229, February, Black History Month, uh, for those who celebrate. Um, today, I know it's February, but it's still pretty cold outside in a lot of places, um, I, I was actually watching the news the other day, and I'm, like, seeing snow in Phoenix and everything else. Um, and, you know, with the holidays going on all around the winter season and just with the temperature drop, it's just um, something that I feel like we see a lot of, that people are tend to, tending to be a little more down around that time. So even though we're kind of getting ready to come out of this winter months, we still wanted to make sure that we did talk about Seasonal Affective Disorder. Um, Carly, how are you feeling today? I'm feeling pretty wonderful. Um, I'm so glad that I chose not to live in a place where wet winter is super crazy. Um, because when mm -hmm. I went back to Oklahoma over the holidays, bruv, it definitely snowed and was like negative four. But then within, within a week, it was back to like 60 degrees. And so anytime the weather is you know, varying that much. And I know it's snow on the ground um, as we're recording this in Dallas, but next week when this drops, it's going to be sunny again. Mm -hmm. And so I just know that like this is important because I think a lot of people are affected and maybe don't even know, um, you know, that this is something that they're dealing with in their life. They think it's just how life kind of is. Mm -hmm. Do you feel that seasonal affective disorder is more so, um, not as a cause, but like m you're affected more so by the weather? Is that how you view it? Or for you, maybe even for you personally, or how you view it in general? Um, I, I don't know if it's, uh, I think it's, the weather is a part of it, but I think it's about like the darkness, like the the time of like how much sunshine you're able to get in a day, if you're able to go outside, if you get stuck in the house. I think it's like the weather and then everything that it, the weather affects is mm -hmm. kind of what leads to it. And do you have seasonal affective disorder? Um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that I do, but I would say that I'm cognizant or aware of, of sometimes when it affects me, but I wouldn't say I have it because it's not consistent. Like, I haven't mm -hmm. noticed it consistently. Um, and we'll talk about some ways to notice it in your own life later. But I do notice, like, when I ain't had no sunshine, like, days be a little bit different. Like, um, one of my aunties was wanting to move to Seattle. And she suffers from or struggles with depression. And I was like, I don't know, sis. Mm -hmm. Like, it's so gray all the time. And, and it really, like, your atmosphere and your environment really do affect how you feel. Yeah, and in Seattle specifically, um, because of that climate, they already have, like, signs on every bridge with, like, hotline numbers and, like, messaging for people and things like that. So, like, they are re very, like, preemptive about actually, like, putting those things out there in different areas. Um, Do you think that you um, deal with seasonal affective disorder or sad um, yeah, I do. So that's why I'm, I'm glad that you said you don't, because also I think it's very important to distinguish between, of course, like during winter months, we tend as mammals to like slow down a little bit. Um, and of course, the sun can affect everybody as far as uh, just being a little bit more like you want to be to yourself, uh, not being out like, you know, when it's dark at like 430 p.m. During that time, it just, you know, things are a little bit different. And so I think it's important to establish that that's not necessarily seasonal affective disorder. Um, for me, I have noticed it uh, specifically for the last couple of years, but the only reason I recognized it this year, um, and actually like we thought about this episode for me in December, because I, I was kind of going through it then, and um, I noticed, like I was starting to write write some things down, but then I noticed that 
uh, oh yeah, I remember I wrote something down this exact same time last year. Um, and I looked back and was like, oh, the same thing, but I'm, I'm in different place. I in places in literally. So uh, for me, it's less, I think, I didn't, don't necessarily think about it with the weather or the uh, sunshine, although I'm sure that's part of what affects it. But for me, it was specifically around the holidays. Mm-hmm. So like, all, like on Christmas. So for me, um, last year, and by last year, I mean 2021, I was at home. So I was with my family in North Carolina and I just remembered, I was like really sick, like I was crying and I was like, I don't even know why, but, and like, I just really felt like something was really missing and I wrote about it. And then this year again, I remember like waking up on Christmas and this time I was in LA, but I was still with my family, my brother and my cousin came over um, and all of that. And yeah, I woke up and I still felt like real down. Um, so for me, it, it's, I don't know what it is, like maybe about the holidays, but like it just really felt uh, down during that time specifically. That's when I really, really noticed it because I'm like, why am I crying? Or like, why do I feel some kind of way, you know, on Christmas or around the holiday? Um, so for me, that's what kind of sparked me to look at seasonal affective disorder a little more um, and want to distinguish the different factors. And I think a big thing is around the holidays. Um, working with Dee Dee Hirsch Mental Health Services, some of the content we put out was around dealing with sad as well. Um, and also a lot of content around dealing with just the holidays in general, mm-hmm. that time of like a lot of family holidays. And, you know, it's a time that a lot of like, um, not necessarily drama, but, you know, you're dealing with a lot of people, different relationships and and or sadness because of family members who may not be around anymore or, um, you know, just so many different things, right? During the time that's supposed to be, air quotes, supposed to be so happy. And so I think maybe it's because of that that it makes it, um, not easy, but like if you're feeling a little off, like it's a big like gap missing. Oh, for sure. There's so much pressure around like Christmas cheer and this and this and holidays. And oh my God, you're not excited to spend time with your whole family and do all this. And it's like, man, like not the holidays mm-hmm. aren't the same for everybody. And so I'm glad you, you know, notated that, that it's, you know, important to do whatever you need to, to take care of yourself during those times. And it's okay if you're not feeling up to, you know, Christmas cheer and ta da 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 you know, mm-hmm. caroling and all that. Yeah. But then this last year, so 2022, um, I also noticed how that changed like through the day. So when we talk more about it um, and like more of our personal stories or whatever and how to deal with it, then I'll, I'll come back to that as well. But seasonal affective disorder is also called the winter blues. Seasonal depression is what I kind of see the most. Um, or we could say sad. I've just been saying the whole thing so y'all get used to like what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, might say sad for the rest of this, but um, it's just this feeling of, of being down. Um, and again, like not to mistake like having a bad day with depression, but um, specifically during those months, we see it a lot. Um, but Carly also found some other information that it can affect you during other seasons as well. So so maybe like the change in seasons, like, I don't know, different things, you know, at different times. So if you notice consistency in these symptoms we're about to go through, maybe that is something you could talk to a professional about to mm-hmm. delve a little bit deeper and see if it could be sad. Yeah, one thing I noticed, too, is that I'll see a lot of people talk about being sad on their birthday um, mm-hmm. or really, like, feeling really down. And, and again, unexplicably kind of so. So, like, some people will kind of unexplicably be down around their birthday. Um, and that doesn't necessarily have to be a particular season. But, again, I feel like it's kind of a similar thought of around, like, you know, what might be a happy day just really triggers the what's not there or mm. what's not enough and things like that. And you can really kind of 
end up being a little blah. Yeah, and again, like that doesn't mean you have seasonal affective disorder, but it could be worth, you know, starting to recognize and, yeah. and, and journal about your symptoms. Yeah, because I guess maybe, I mean, even in thinking about it, uh, a person could be suffering from depression and then these certain things like trigger it. Um, or you, you, it may be just like in general, like just certain things trigger you to be dealing with something. Um, but I, I would for sure say that I see it a lot during the winter, um, like pretty regularly. And yeah, it's just a time when you just, uh, you just get more like isolated and, and the like sometimes. So um, for any of you listening who are like, yeah, I either know I deal with sad or dang, am, was I dealing with sad or am I kind of dealing with that? Um, hopefully you will get some tips out of this episode on, you know, just how to deal with it and knowing you're not alone with it. Um, and perhaps how, how we can manage our way through it. Because there's always uh, kind of like this other side to it for sure. Yeah. So um, how can I recognize sad in my own life? And so the first symptom or something to look for is our feelings of depression that happen most of the day, every day, and in a seasonal pattern. So similar to Lexi noticing like, man, exactly this time last year, I was feeling mm. real down and for seemingly, you know, no reason, like nothing big had rocked me. Like maybe that's a sign that you could. Mm -hmm. With depression, if you know, um, is there a particular like signifying amount of time where they say like, you know, you're dealing with depression as opposed to just having a down, you know, a few days or something? Because like as women also like, you know, hormone shifts, things like that, right? Um, do you by chance know that? So um, I've done some research because depression runs in my family mm -hmm. and there are so many different types of depression and mm -hmm. things that can set it off and could be hormone induced, could be all of these things. And so yes and no, like mm -hmm. I, I don't know an exact time thing, but um, therapists definitely do <laughs> or mm -hmm. like, or professionals. And I'm, I'm thinking about like with uh, some of the apps, like um, Calm, Headspace, whatever, the ones that kind of will prompt you to check in. Uh, most of them actually have that added in now, but one of the, when they ask you questions, um, it'll be like, uh, not ever, often, sometimes, like mm -hmm. that kind of scale. And they'll ask, like, how many, you know, how often did you feel certain ways? So I think it is something around, like, you know, if it's a lot of days and, you know, something's not quite right, if, it, if you're having a bad couple of days, then that could be different. Um, other ways to recognize if you're dealing with seasonal affective disorder um, is if you're having, if you're very tired, very, very low energy, um, and like a, a loss of interest in activities that you enjoy. So again, kind of um, maybe you're just noticing you're on the couch every day all day or you're tired at six o'clock, things like that. Um, but again, I would also say and note that especially during the winter time, you know, when it does get dark at four thirty, five o'clock by six or whatever, like, yeah, I'm ready to go to bed. Like I, I personally, I kind of go with the the day. So mm -hmm. like when the, when the sun's down, I could go to bed. Um, but paying attention to that, like if it's just like so low that you're just not really moving and not doing much. Yeah, that's a great one. Um, the rest, a lot of these are around noticing big changes. So if you notice like big changes in your appetite, so are you like, you know, usually really hungry, like me, big hungry. And then now all of a sudden you don't want to eat anything mm -hmm. or, you know, did you gain a large amount of weight and you're like, wait, how did this happen? Which again, during the winter, people do tend to eat heavier and more comforting foods. And so you're going to gain probably a little bit of weight, even if you work mm -hmm. out. But if it's like a large amount or if you don't typically gain, like look at anything that's off of equilibrium. And I think that that could be a good sign. Mm -hmm. um, another thing, another uh, kind of symptom of this is 
if you're experiencing senses of like hopelessness or worthlessness, so maybe it's just like um, whether you're speaking to yourself in, in that type of way where it's like, oh, I'm not, you know, I'm never going to get this done or I'm not this or I'm not that or nobody loves me or again, kind of speaking to like this maybe gaps that you see or places where you're not quite where you may want to be. Um, and also I'm going to kind of slightly put these together, but um a way to recognize that also maybe in how you react to other people. Um, so for me, like I know when I'm uh, feeling very irritable, agitated, um, kind of sluggish, things like that. Like I'll notice if I'm scrolling Twitter, for example, if I'm scrolling and everything I see on my home field, I'm like, shut up. Or like, why you say that? Like, okay, duh. Like if, if it just feels like I'm like, you know, negative, but of course you're going to keep scrolling. Um, then I'm like, you know what? I'm just in an irritable mood. And a lot of times that can signal like, okay, you might be having these other feelings of like your worth, et cetera, because usually when we're kind of feeling down in that space, you are, you don't want to see other people's like, you know what I mean? Like vacation or what they got to say, or, oh, I learned this or like, okay, like, you know what I mean? Like you kind of get more aggravated with other people. And so those things can kind of, um, uh, kind of shine light on the other that you may be in a space of having seasonal affective disorder. Absolutely. Another one is to notice if you're struggling concentrating. And again, you know, that could be a million different things. But if you're usually pretty, pretty good at getting stuff done in the morning and all of a sudden you find yourself a couple of days in a row or maybe a week, like just really struggling with your concentration, like that could be a sign. Again, think about what your equilibrium is like throughout the entire year and then look at it during these winter months or during the holidays and notice if it's so far off, like if you're usually a really happy-go-lucky person, like, it's okay to have a bad day, but if you have, like, a whole month where you frustrate it with people, like, mm-hmm. it might be more more than just, like, a bad day. Yeah, like, day-in, day-out type stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then lastly, if you're experiencing frequent thoughts of death or suicide, um, then that can be a clear signal of depression in general. Um, and then if you have those thoughts or notice that you have those thoughts more so during particular seasons or times of year, um, then that can be a signifier of seasonal um, depression or seasonal affective disorder as well. So like for me, um, shoot, I wish I, well, my phone is recording this, but um, I'm trying to remember when the last time I, I was thinking about suicide, but I haven't, haven't in a while. So like I always, well, let me not say I always, I, I typically will think about death, you know, in, in a way of just like that helps me kind of view the world and in a more appreciative way. But I haven't thought about like suicide. And again, not even not even really ideation, but more so just like the thought even going into your head. I hadn't thought about that in like a long, long, long time. But I remember sometime recently, I, I really wish I could remember what was going on. Um, but sometime, sometime kind of recently, as in maybe over a month or so ago, I remember just like a, a quick thought went through my head. I was like, ooh, like where did that come from? Because like, you know, it was nothing really going on. And again, I, it's never a, something I want to do, but I just noticed the thought come in like, oh, I don't want to be here. And I was like, oh, well, let me, I probably wrote something down about it or noted it, right? So for me, as long as thoughts come in and I note them, and I know I don't want to take any action. It's like, okay, cool. Let me just see what's going on or let myself go through that. Um, but if that's something that is coming into your mind off and off and often, then that's something to to deal with for sure. Um, and then, like I said earlier, like with my personal experience, mostly for me, it was just show up as 
just feeling down. I don't really know how, to, how else to explain it because it's not... Actually, let me look at this these uh, symptoms to see. For me personally, it's more so like low energy, low energy, loss of interest, um, and just like irritable and just not... I don't know, just being over it, like just kind of over everything. Um, and uh, the days are kind of spent just like consuming more TV or things like that, not feeling very... Um, motivated to like get ahead of like work type stuff, things like that. And really it was like a feeling, a sense of like uh, a sense of lack, a, a big sense of lack, like lack of, lack of love, lack of something. It, and I remember feeling like it too, like, I don't really know what it is. I feel like it's missing, but like, it just feels like something's missing right now. Like I'm just like, blah. Um, and yeah, also in my experience, I can see that there's a different shift that, you know, I'm not really in that space now, even though it's still technically winter. And so that's why at the beginning, again, for me, I was like specifically like right around the holidays, uh, maybe like around that week. Um, but yeah, it's like it's just for that while, like I was just really feeling uh, in lack. And I remember on Christmas, though, being like, oh, kind of whatever today. But then my cousin came over and uh, my brother was here and we cooked. And I feel like as we spent time through the day, then it's like, oh, I forgot I was feeling like that earlier. So even though it's like I didn't, I was like, I don't even feel like doing all this today. You know what I mean? Like I didn't feel like doing anything or I wasn't feeling cheery and all of that. Um, as the day went on, sometimes it's maybe it's like you still put yourself in the spaces you need to be. And it's almost like it becomes like a, a thought in the back of your mind. And I did enjoy the day and did end up enjoying my family. And I remember feeling like, okay, the day ended um, much better than it started. Because that was like really just like me in my head. And I think that that's so important to notate. And thank you for sharing your experience. Because like that's why it's important to talk about this. Because it's like how can you set yourself up in a space where, you know, the best space possible. If you know that you might be going through these things. Like you might not be able to completely alleviate it. But, you know, what are some ways that you can actually, you know, set yourself up to, to you know, have extra grace. To be around the people that love you. To do the things that you need to do or to help help support you during these times. Mm -hmm. Do you know, like, if you have um, family members who deal with depression or anything like that, do you know of any experiences of anybody specifically around uh, seasonal depression or how you notice them being during the season time? Um, so uh, my mom had depression, and it would get worse during the holidays, especially whenever she couldn't spend time with family. Mm -hmm. And like it would it would just turn into her like crying a lot more and being really sad, you know, when things like couldn't be together. Um, so even like noticing your emotional mm -hmm. outbursts, like she may, she might be at work and then something happens and now she's crying. And, it, you know, mm -hmm. the the catalyst wasn't didn't warrant the crying, but the crying comes from the extra emotional energy and vibration that she had because of the depression. Mm -hmm. And that also kind of makes me think about how. Sometimes it is like during the holidays, specifically for winter, a lot of extra stresses of um, prepping things, shopping for people, cooking, Money. even making um, making plans, traveling. Um, you know, all of those things are already stressors, really, and. And because of the like consumerism around the holidays and things like that too, it's just it's already like a lot going on. So it's not really. Like something you said earlier, it's not really the environment for somebody who's already like at the edge or like anxious or 
um, dealing with depression or feeling some kind of way. And so I think that, you know, naturally with all these additional stressors and things going on, it's just like, you just feel overwhelming. And perhaps that could be what it is. Like when, when things get very overwhelming at times, you just kind of shut down, um, shut down or express. And that could be in different ways, manic, sadness in different ways. But like, um, it's kind of like an expression of like, how do you deal with all of those things happening? Mm -hmm. Um, so let's talk about maybe some ways to manage this. And keep in mind that these are strategies to help manage, but I wouldn't put them in the place of treatments. Like definitely make sure you're talking to specialists if you feel like that you need it or if you are having those, you know, suicidal thoughts or ideation or ex experiencing like a hopelessness, make sure you talk to somebody. Like these are things to help you succeed while you're also talking to a professional if you feel that you are affected by seasonal affective disorder. Mm -hmm. And then the the ways to manage, we divide it in uh, kind of some different categories of physical ways, emotional ways, social ways, spiritual ways, and em oh, not 500 of them, environmental and light. Life, the life part is like just things to think about, like on your day to day. But in all these different areas, there's things you can do. Um, and I would also add that just depending on your lifestyle or, you know, your personality, character, all those things, um, just thinking about like which of these might be helpful for you. Um, maybe in general when you're down or if you're dealing with depression or seasonal depression specifically, um, if you haven't thought about that, maybe how you can incorporate that into your life. So physical, um, these ones, <laughs> I feel like I always talk about the physical stuff, but um, maintaining or creating a consistent level of movement. Like I know it's harder to move when it's cold outside, but do yoga, do stretching, do the things that you enjoy. Dance a little bit, like find something that you enjoy. Um, also making sure that you're eating a healthy, balanced diet. Like your hormones might be off. Like you might actually need to talk to a nutritionist and that could be what's inducing this. And so making sure that your body's getting the nourishment that it needs. Um, and then making sure like, you know, being balanced that you're not overindulging in Sugar and heavy foods, caffeine, alcohol, things that tend to exacerbate um, these symptoms of depression. Mm -hmm. And then time. sleep, um, making sure that you're regulating your sleep pattern. So try to avoid sleeping during the day. Maybe you hit like a little small nap, but you don't want to do that to where you're up at night and then your schedule is all thrown off and then there's not enough daylight and then it just gets harder to regulate. So try to put yourself on a schedule, like try to have a bedtime, try to have a time that you wake up and get some sunshine in your eyes. Mm -hmm. And can I throw some uh, notes and examples to mm -hmm. those tips that you mentioned? So one of the things when it comes to physical, um, that I noticed was like, I still had like my tennis lessons all through the winter and it has been, it's like cold out there, even though we're in LA, like it has been pretty cold mm -hmm. like this last few months. Uh, and so every time like, I'm like, Yo, I do not want to go. And then I, a lot of times I wasn't going to like 7 PM. So it's like, I already done working, been sitting down. Like you don't want to get back up to do stuff. Um, but then like every time, of course, after like you do feel better. So that's one of those things that and eating well, um, like for example, in, I don't think I did anything in December, but for January, I did no sugar. And so I don't even know if that necessarily helped or not, but I also can't, can tell you, like, I haven't felt no kind of way really, um, since more so in like December. So, you know, those types of things can really help, but understandably those things are hard to like try to do when you're in the state of like depression or feeling down. Um, and so it may be easier to reframe it in that kind of way. Like, okay, for the month of January, I'm not drinking alcohol, you know, or, um, uh, I'm going to meal prep, you know, this week or things like that. You may, mm -hmm. instead of, instead of thinking about it as a overwhelming thing. And that's something we talk about when we talk about having a plan, setting goals, et cetera, things like that. Um, and then one last thing about this physical, 
um, that I noticed over the last month, maybe. Um, and I know, Carl, you probably seen it too, but uh, I think I saw it on Twitter first. But then I, it's from a from TikTok, the guy who's doing like the electric slide. He's like every time he was like oh, day yeah. day six of doing the electric slide, you know, because I'm feeling depressed. And it's one of those things where it's like, oh, just just kind of not just, but get moving, and it may not cure air quote or solve a thing, but to get moving does change something. And then the electric slide is such a like a feel good type of dance that like there's no way you could put on um, you know Beyonce or like a whatever track Maybe. do that and like <laughs> it's it it could be medicine medicinal um, I think and so I thought that was really interesting that he's like you know just. Anytime I'm feeling some kind of way, let me just start, uh, you know, doing a dance. And it's a repetitive dance. So there's almost probably like a form of meditation in that mm-hmm. sense. Um, so things like that, right, that you can try. Bro, movement is medicine and physical movement has saved my life like more times than I can count. But you can also make it an adventure. Like if you've always wanted to try salsa dancing and you can't afford it, let's say you broke, but you want to try it, look it up on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Like look up something or go to a class or do a thing. There's like free, I know in LA, there's like free salsa dancing events and stuff. Like maybe look for fun things in your area that would like, that you would actually want to do. Or figure out your dance and start hitting that hoe every day whenever you start to feel real down. Yeah, I was going to say, I would say keep in mind and always think about the thing you could just do like where you are too. Because that could be a whole nother level of going out and planning it or whatever that stops you from doing that. But even if you just get up and like, or just put some music on the speaker and just get up, um, you know, there's just levels and tiers to like how far you can go with it. I'm going to put um, spir- spiritual and emotional together. Um, so in the space of spiritual and emotional things you could do to manage seasonal uh, affective disorder, um, A is, is practicing mindfulness and meditation. Um, We've talked about this a million times, so I'm not going to go into it too deep. But um, again, if it's like transcendental, then you are similar to like the electric slide. You are saying your phrase over and over. And so there's not really space for other stuff. Um, if you are noting um, or focusing on your breath, you're focusing on something or you're just paying attention to what's going on, but not giving it the time. If you're doing um, like six step meditation, for example, part of that is really around Three things that you're grateful for, three things happening in your personal life, uh, things that people did with you. What do you want your life to look like? While you're thinking about those types of things, you're practicing gratitude and you're you're envisioning a future, um, which can take you out of a space you're in currently to think about the ways that you are feeling good or the ways that um, you want your future to look. Um, so that part of that is expressing gratitude, which always when you can take that moment to think about things specifically that you're thankful for, you can't really feel any other way like in that moment while you're feeling thankful. Um, So all of that is very helpful for just getting out of those moments or helping you through those moments. And then also similar to like me, not necessarily a journal journal, um, but just writing things down. So when I feel some kind of way, um, I just write it that I'm feeling that. And a lot of times it's almost like... um, like I said, instead of calling it a journaling, it's almost like it's a bookkeeping type thing or something. Mm-hmm. Like, because I liked how now, like when I write stuff, I can start to see the patterns of what's mm-hmm. happening when I write something or when is this, um, what's going on around me. And then I notice certain things that allow mm-hmm. me to understand like, oh, this is that thing or, oh, this environment triggers something or whatever it might be. So just writing things down and paying attention um, to how you feel, writing down how you feel, writing down, you know, what's the date, time, what's going on. Um, and it allows you to just better understand yourself. 
Yeah, and then like you could notice patterns and you know move on from there and help set yourself up for success. Um, environmental is a huge thing that you can do to help manage this. So I was talking about hormones, but also your minerals. So vitamin D deficiency may be a risk factor for depressive symptoms. And the National Center for Complementary and Integrative Health stated that vitamin D, like low levels, um, were are common in people with the seasonal affective disorder. And so in order to help yourself with that, like get outside, um, practice maybe some grounding. Like if you are somewhere, like we're in LA, where you can go sit in the grass sometimes, or if you're itchy to grass, maybe you sit on a blanket in the grass in the sunshine. Um, sunlight is shown to help ease those symptoms of depression. If you cannot, um, and if you're somewhere that it's snowing right now, like Oklahoma and Texas, um, you can get a sun lamp. Um, and ha or do bright light therapy because exposure to artificial light um, can help keep your circadian rhythm on track, um, which is like a first line treatment option for people with seasonal affective disorder. So doing these things to help regulate your vitamin D, if you talk to your doctor, maybe you can get on a supplement, um, but then also setting up your space for success. So making sure it's comfy, making sure it's clean, making sure it's set up for you to do what you need to do. You can do some aromatherapy. I love me some good oils and my diffuser. Um, and then the last one for environmental um, is a lot of people tend to also have a magnesium deficiency, which can impact your sleep um, and can throw all that off. And when we don't have sleep, we are not like ourselves. And so taking baths with bath salts or perhaps even a supplement, again, if you talk to your doctor. Mm -hmm. Yeah, get, get your um, blood panel and next time ask about where your levels are with particular minerals and things. Because while a lot of people are deficient and um, magnesium can be very helpful, um, people, some people, you know, uh, looking at certain trends and things will take it and it's like, well, actually, that's not mm -hmm. where you're at. And too much of those can affect you as well. Um, and for me, even though we live in L.A., like I still have um, my grounding mats that you can plug into the wall and they bring in the electric current from uh, the ground so that when you're standing on it or touching it and they even come with like bracelets, too. So you can connect the bracelet to it. Um, so you're always getting that that natural current from the earth. Um, there's other ways to get around that as well because yeah, I don't. I, I think about this often. Like, when's the last time I really like touch touch the grass? Because we still have shoes on, even if you're outside and it's sunny. Like, you're still not connecting with the earth as much. Um, so you can try to do that or use those mats. Um, another thing you can do is is think about your social life. So um, prioritize connections with your friends, family, whoever are the people who like are supportive and give you peace in, in those ways. Mm -hmm. um, like with my friend group, we, I, I mean, I see somebody or a lot of them at least four times a week. And, and I think since COVID time, um, my relationships with a couple of folks in my friend group have evolved even more so to where like, it really is like checking in on you or, you know, I might check on them. And, and we also respect each other uh, when we're like, yeah, I'm not really in the mood to, go to that thing or to that party or to hang out anymore, even if you already have plans. Um, but in that, we still make sure that like, we explore, like, you know, are you good? Or they might check in on the next day. Um, but like I said earlier, there's times when you're like, yeah, this ain't it. And then there's times where it's like, all right, let me get out. Um, and what I do to help with that is I pull my clothes out earlier in the day. Like if I know, like maybe I'm going to dinner with somebody or, um, or I know we're supposed to be catching up or later or whatever. As long as I'm like already kind of planned what I'm going to look like. And, and so like right before I don't have to think about like, oh, I don't have anything or whatever. That's usually when I get blown. I'm like, I'm not doing anything. Um, then that helps me to like continue and actually get out and do the things. And I, and I don't think 
Like very rarely do I do I wish I had not gone out when I do. Mm-hmm. And um, another one that this is under the life category, but it's just noticing like your stress management during these times. Like we talked about feeling overwhelmed, um, maybe feeling hopeless, all that. Like avoid overcommitting yourself. So. Yeah, maybe you do like pick a couple things to do every week, but maybe you don't do as much as you normally do during mm-hmm. the summer. Like maybe you're not in these streets every single day. Maybe you pick a self-care Sunday for yourself or pick something where you can spend time grounding or resting or doing whatever it is that you need to do yeah. for you. That's different too in the winter because I, I, between last week and this week, I was like, yeah, I tried to do too, too much. Like every evening I had, like, I had told somebody yes that I would like go do something with them. Um, and then it wasn't even like my go-to friends, so, like some new people were like trying to, uh, hang out or whatever. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Um, but then on the day, I was like, yeah, I don't really super feel like doing this anymore, but I'm, you know, I'm gonna stick to my words. I still kind of hung out, but like I was supposed to be going out today. And yesterday I was like, yeah, I'm not, I already know. Like I'm, I kind of got too much on my plate going on. So let's, let's reschedule this for the next week. Um, so you have to also be able to honor yourself. And again, you don't want to be the person who's known for flaking all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, there's balance in that, but also listen to yourself. Yeah, and, and make sure you spend some time like participating in things that fill you up and help you relax and bring you peace. Like Lexi said, be around those people. Um, mm-hmm. It's very played out and very said a lot, but it is so true. You cannot pour from an empty cup, and especially if you are here, you know, working through other things. Like it's important to make sure that you're taking time to pour into yourself. Yeah, and uh, we already kind of talked about tracking symptoms, which is something that um, is really helpful, like we said, to know yourself and know what you're dealing with. And so really taking the time to recognize uh, how you're feeling, if it's different than the usual, what's going on around you, all of those things, like paying attention to all of that will be very helpful and just opening your own eyes to it. Um, And for me, even knowing like, okay, I know I'm going to be I'm going to kind of move out of this. But during this time, here's what I'm going to do, whether it's I'm just going to have a lot more self-care and not feel guilty about that. Um, Like Carly said, it's really only, well, I can't say only because I only noticed it within the last like kind of year and seasons. But I really noticed that it was during the winter. I did a lot more like baths and stuff. Like I didn't think about that during the summer, you know, like, you know, it's it's like a different vibe. Mm -hmm. Like During the summertime, I ain't really trying to soak in no rose petals and stuff, but like, um, man, I was, but I felt so good. I'd be like, there's my little candles, got my, got my little ashtray right here, had my book, had my, you know, little bombs and stuff in the, in the tub. And I noticed I do more of that during those times and I might be more sluggish or, you know, laid out, et cetera, et cetera. But it, that's what I need during that time. So, um, just kind of knowing what you need, honoring what you need, um, you know, again, making sure you're checking in with yourself and others um, and being able to to speak with others if you really feel like it's so bad and you're just, you know, in a space by yourself to reach out to a friend or be like, um, yeah, I'm not really feeling so good right now. What, you know, what are you up to? Just want to check in because I'm not feeling so hot. Like there's ways to kind of do it without having to be like, oh, what was me or, you know, because not everybody, no, not many people want to feel like they're either bringing other people down or mm-hmm. they're having a pity party. And at the same time, um, when somebody does say that to you, like, I don't remember a time I've ever like felt some kind of way. Like if anybody ever was like, hey, I'm not really feeling myself or whatever, like, I'm not going to feel bad about that. So why would somebody feel bad if I told them that? Um, mm-hmm. So think about it that way. Actually, I, a friend of mine, um, like a few days ago, actually, I, I texted him and was like, Oh, I miss you in the, you know, seeing you with the group because they they had exited the group chat. And that's another thing too. Like when you're just not sometimes your energy is like not for a bunch of people even mm-hmm. in the phone. Um, and I didn't even know that it was, you know, because of something like that. And I didn't think about it because sometimes we come in and out. 
Um, but I was just checking in, like, hey, I hadn't heard from you in a while. I just hope you're doing good, whatever. And um, the person was saying, like, yeah, I just, I've been feeling really down and um, I just didn't have the energy for like social stuff, really. And they were like, but, but I felt bad because everything's going good for me. And so I felt, I felt like I shouldn't feel like this. And I was like, oh, how many of us feel like that? Where it's like, dang, I shouldn't feel like this, or I don't want to bring other people down or whatever. Um, and so you disengage instead of speak up or, um, you know, note those feelings. And But I was so glad that they did because I was like, oh, yeah, like, you know, that is how it feels sometimes. But everybody, even somebody can have everything, still can feel like a void or something missing or whatever. And um, I sent them, like, my list of, like, black therapists. And they were saying, like, yeah, I really want to, you know, talk to somebody. But I... So that's not, hasn't been a priority with my budget, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, now, as much as like folks go out to eat and stuff like that, I was like, even if you just did like once a month, I think that you would see the benefits that are way worth it, spending that 125, 175, whatever it might be. Um, that prioritizing your health makes everything else make a little more sense. And so that's something I always advocate for, like, especially even though we're talking about money, like, put it towards that and just see if you feel better. Um, because I'm really in LA, especially that that's like one dinner. So, um, look at those resources, look at your friends, be sure that you do speak up. If it's at that point where you really feel like you need to talk about it, if you can't manage it yourself. Um, and the summer is almost here. So I was about to say winter is coming, but that's the opposite. <laughs> winter is leaving. Out of um, so hopefully as the spring comes, folks will feel a little more lively, um, and yeah, like I, th- I think it's just like a little more lively and, and a little more um, open and fun and all those things like with the spring and summer. Yeah, so make sure you're taking care of yourself. Get help if you need it. You don't have to go through this alone. Um, if you like learn anything or if you have your own tips and tricks for dealing with you know seasonal affective disorder, hit us at Carly's Couch. Let us know. We'd love to hear from you. And I'm mad excited about this question this week. So I actually saw this on TikTok. So shout out to whoever I saved this from. <laughs> um, but if you could eat an ice cream that's flavored like an intangible object, concept, or feeling, what would you choose? And it's an interesting question. But yeah. So okay. for example, an example is like childhood summers or jazz music. Mm-hmm. Like what would you- Like what would be a name of it almost? <clears throat> mm-hmm. Um uh, and you say specifically ice cream? Yeah. Well, they said yeah, ice cream. Um, a flavor that is a concept or a feeling. I would say, hmm. I don't know. I'm only thinking like boring stuff right now. That's okay. What do you have anything already? I have a bunch. <laughs> oh gosh. Well, you go ahead. I'll think of something. Um. Um. One of them is like a first kiss. Like that excitement that you have like around like a person when you like them and like it, you just start to feel it. it's like, ooh, this is kind of sexy. Then another <laughs> one I thought about is like um, sunset on the beach. Mm-hmm. And the last one is home, like coming home, like when you're just so grateful to come home. Um, the honorary, honorable mention for me is like getting into clean sheets with a clean body, like fresh out the shower, oiled mm-hmm. up or buttered up, oh, buttered up. Mm-hmm. Um, getting in those sheets. Oh, my God. Yeah, those are good ones. And um there's with a black leaf tea and culture shop. Like I think she has a, well, no, she has a tea called home. And it's so funny because we did a tea testing over zoom and it's like, Oh, this does taste like home. Like it was a, like a potpourri, cinnamon, a little cinnamon, a little kind of like a winter vibe or whatever. But it's like, Oh, these are good. Um, like a good representation of what that really feels like. Um, so I would say something around, um, 
But mine aren't as specific. But I'm I'm trying to think of an instance of like feeling of awe, like mm. uh, when you see like a beautiful like you know the mountains and the ocean and all the things, like how that feels. Um, do I want to taste that though? Mm. <laughs> I don't know. I'll, I want the taste of freedom. <laughs> freedom. <laughs> That's what I'm going to say. Um, freedom to do what you want to do. Put that in the flavor, mm-hmm. please. There we go. Please. All right. Actually. All of you take care of yourself. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening this week. Leave comments on the post, on the YouTube video, on Instagram, TikTok, wherever you see us. Share it. Give us five stars. Give us a... Um, a review or you can give us another review if you've done one three years ago because we've been at this for a minute um so you can always refresh us um let us know what you want us to do different or better um let us know what you like we're open to all of that um again thank you for listening and we will see you next week bye y'all